welcome you to another episode of Money Matters Top Tips for Success, where each and every day I bring on new business owners, entrepreneurs, and executives and have them share their top tips for success with you. My name is Adam Torres. You can follow me on Instagram at AskAdamTorres. Keep up with my book releases, book tour schedule, signings, all that other good stuff. Always love to connect with you there. And as always, if you'd like to apply to become a co-author of one of my upcoming books, just head on over to the website, MoneyMattersTopTips.com, and click on Become an Author to Apply. All right, so today I have Sam Fine on the line, and he's COO over at Truffle. Sam, welcome to the show. Thanks for having me, Adam. Appreciate it. So I'm excited to get more into what you're doing over at Truffle, um, but before we do that, let's get a little bit further into your background. So how did you get started uh, in business and in your career? Yeah, definitely. So born and raised in Seattle, uh, I've always had a passion for entrepreneurship uh, since high school. Um, went to school in Los Angeles, studied business and entrepreneurship, um, and graduated, actually started out at Amazon as a program manager uh, in their international finance department. Uh, and had done that for a couple of years, but realized um, I wanted to be in the startup sector, a kind of a smaller company. Um, so worked at a startup here in Bellevue, Washington. Uh, while doing that, I had a small consulting company, actually, uh, for other startups, which is how I initially got involved uh, at Truffle um, and eventually went on um, full time. Man, that's a great story. And uh, what, what I like about it is you kind of knew pretty early on in your career that what environment you wanted to work in. And I think, I, you know, it's going to be different for other people. Some people would be the complete opposite and they say, I don't like the startup culture. I want to be in that, you know, that bigger um, construct of like an Amazon or Google or something else like that. Um, so that being said, you know, there's some younger um, entrepreneurs and or people that are that are just getting started with their startups. And uh, having that, having obviously the benefit of hindsight, being in business many years, now and also working with many startups, um, what kind of advice would you give to that new entrepreneur that's really just getting out there and trying to launch their first idea? Totally. I think the first thing is you have to be um, fearless by understanding worst case scenario. You know, I think uh, when you finish college or you're in your early to mid-20s and understanding that um, in a worst case scenario, if you were to go into the startup world, you're going to get great life lessons out of it. Uh, you're going to get great hands-on experience immediately. And the worst case scenario would be that the startup fails. Um, and if that happens, you have to understand that it's not the end of the world. You're still at a point in your life and your career uh, where you can continue to move forward, uh, whether that's continue to maybe start another company or even if you want to transition to another sector um, in the professional world. But um, you know, I think fearlessness is a big one uh, for young entrepreneurs um, who are kind of early on in their journey. I love that. I love that. I don't think I don't think we talk about that enough about really doing that. Most people look at you know they like to, that pie in the sky. They like to see what what could happen. Good. Um, I like your I like your exercise better. What's the worst thing that can happen here? <laughs> um, and look and really to evaluate that worst case scenario. So hey, that's great advice, Sam. Um, yeah. I love it. Um, I want to switch it up a bit. I want to get into what you're doing over at Truffle. So um, first, tell me a little bit more about the business, please. Totally. Um, so Truffle is a full front-of-house software uh, for restaurants and bars, um, as well as a revenue management system for for them that allows them to manage their wait list, their guest list, uh, their VIP list, their floor plan, their servers, everything, um, everything in their front-of-house. And our secret sauce is we also allow restaurants to dynamically price their tables um, mm. as consumers can commit to a minimum spend. Uh, and by committing to a minimum spend, uh, they can skip the line, uh, and it allows them to get into restaurants without a reservation. 
Wow, that's amazing. What kind of, uh, what kind of, uh, just to, just to put a little bit more, um, meat on that one. So let's say that, you know, I'm a restaurant owner and I'm listening to this right now and I'm thinking to myself, wait a minute, did Sam just now say that, um, I can give preference to a party and or, um, group of people that are going to pay much more to book that table and give them preference on seating? So that means obviously the per table, um, spent, uh, uh, should go up in terms of their volume and how much is being spent. Um, what is that? What kind of responses have you or have you received from clients that are using this right now? Because I think, I mean, it sounds amazing. Yeah, exactly. So we we basically allow restaurants to maximize their peak time revenue, right? Mm-hmm. We also allow consumers to communicate their value. One of the beautiful things about the platform, though, is we're allowing restaurants to identify high value clientele. But that doesn't mean that we're only targeting consumers who are willing to spend more in restaurants. It may be that a restaurant says, hey, this is Sam Fine. He walked in. He comes here every Tuesday. We want to make sure he always gets seated right away, right? Even if maybe someone else has bid more, my lifetime value uh, as a consumer or a guest at that restaurant, um, that may mean more to the restaurant. So we're giving operators greater control. Um, and allowing them to identify who their high-value targets are as guests. Wow. And so um, taking that a level deeper, it's really increasing. Because, I mean, a good restaurant or a good establishment, I mean, really over time a community builds around it. So sometimes you'll be sitting at a table and you look over and it's somebody else that happens to be at that restaurant around the same time or maybe has a similar pattern to you or maybe you've seen them before in there. And this this weird, like, kind of community starts to form. So what you're really doing also is – just allowing that to happen, but um, really just kind of speeding up the process, in my opinion. If I'm going somewhere and I know that I'm a valued customer and I'm not, and, I, and I'm seeing it because number one, obviously the service—that's that's, that's a given. Let's just assume that the service is there, right? Um, um, and now you add the tech piece to it, and it just kind of gels the entire relationship. It sounds like. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah, we're trying to increase the level of hospitality that a restaurant or a bar can provide their guests. What um so what 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 kind of restaurants or what kind of establishments do you work with so that if somebody's listening to this and they're going to want more information they know if they fit your demographic of your your sweet spot in terms of clientele? Totally. So uh, initially, some of the feedback that people have is that this is only a place for um, expensive restaurants or high end restaurants, and that's actually not the case. We initially uh, targeted restaurants um, that were less expensive but still popular. Uh, places that serve $4 beers, $5 appetizers, those types of places. In our first case study at a at a restaurant that actually served $4 beers, um, was more of a sports bar establishment, um, we actually increased their peak time revenue um, from $4,100 to $8,400 um, from the year before on their highest same day. We increased their average per person spend from $18 to $41. So really our application and our business model um, can work at any restaurant that has lines and a demand um, with people who are waiting in line. Wow, that's amazing. Uh, so, Sam, if somebody's listening to this and they want more information on Truffle or to connect, um, what's the best way for them to reach out? Yeah, the best way to reach out would either be emailing me uh, at sam at truffleapp.com or they can go to our website, uh, truffleapp.com. 
Fantastic. Well, hey, Sam, really appreciate you coming on the show today and sharing more about your background and all the great work that you're doing over at Truffle. Uh, and to the audience, as always, thank you for tuning in. Hope you got a lot of value out of this. If you did, don't forget to subscribe to the podcast, uh, leave me a review on the Apple iTunes Store, do all those great things we do to support our podcasters. I really do appreciate it. And Sam, thanks again for coming on the show. Thank you.